You're listening to Guilty Mixtape. I'm Matt Bogart, and I'm joined with Steve Long. Steve, how are you doing today? Doing good today. So on this Monday, this very special Monday, we have Michelle Lakowski on. Yes. And Michelle Lakowski is a producer for Dirty Sexy Funny with Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Now, we grew up, we were ver- at a very, uh, when, when did we grow up? The 1990s? It's so long ago. Uh, my mind is atrophying. So we grew up when Jenny McCarthy was on Singled Out. Yes. That was our first did, exposure. Yeah. How did you feel about Jenny McCarthy on Singled Out? I thought that she, I mean, as a host, she was super high energy. Yeah. And, and very sassy. She was probably, of all of the Playboy Bunny characters, quote unquote, she was probably the most brash. She was kind of, you know, she had a little bit of a, of a potty mouth, quote unquote, um, she was very much the foil to Hardwick because Hardwick was very much the straight man character in that relationship on the show. And I always felt like even to this day, he kind of, he always is the one reacting to the craziness. Whereas like, I felt like Jenny was like very good at being like off the wall and a little bit like, you know, she'd flirt with the guys. It was always a lot of fun. I always forget that Hardwick was the co-host on that. That was his. Always forget that. Yep. So I, I never, um... Like I knew of Jenny McCarthy growing up, I was never like fawning over her as I as I did Pam Anderson. Of what about you? Uh, I had my moments of of um, I mean Pam was easily I had I think my first celebrity crush was Tiffany Thiessen. Well, oh, Kelly Kapowski, of course. And she never posed. Pam Anderson, of course, world renowned. Um, so I would say that she she became the a later celebrity crush. Jenny McCarthy. I just, I never saw her outside of, like I said, the the stuff was singled out. Yeah. Um, always stood out to me more because, like I said, she spread out beyond just being a, a model. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I always still put, you know, Pam in the very much model. Yeah. Because, I mean, her acting in Baywatch is pretty bad. But she also had a sex tape. And she had a big sex tape. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Jenny ever had a sex tape. I don't, I don't think I don't think, think so. so either. If she did, it was. I mean, not she nearly... posed nude, right? And uh, I actually remember when uh, I think it was '96. I don't know. I was in a Sam Goody, and my buddy actually opened the Playboy that she was in mm. uh, because it was in like plastic wrap yep. and all that. And he was actually looking through it at the Sam Goody. It was classy. Yeah, it was pretty classy. <laughs> I was also like ten at the time. You know, no big deal. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I never associated her as a quote-unquote sex symbol as right. I would uh, Pam Anderson. But I'd always compare the two. Right. It was very strange. Yeah. Anyway, Michelle's going to be on soon to talk about her pop culture guilty pleasures. And uh, you can follow her at Mo Lakowski. I'm not going to spell it out. It'll be in the show notes. And you can listen to her on Dirty Sexy Funny every Monday through Friday from 10 to noon on Sirius XM Stars 109. Here's our conversation with Michelle. Joining us in the bunker today is Michelle Lakowski. Did I say that right? I don't know. It's not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for, you know, your ID that you just had to Right. Yeah. I mean, this isn't SAG, so yeah, Lakowski, sure. <laughs> Michelle, this is your first time in the bunker. And I'm loving it. Can you describe it for people just listening? 
It's like the 1990s uh, wanted to uh, have a, a bake-off and um, brought bagels and, and cream cheese to a party. No, I don't know what I'm saying. It's okay. like VH1, I love the 90s, except a lot sadder. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those those twin mattresses make me go, what child slept on those? <laughs> what child grew out of those? What and all the dry blood. Those? Yeah, the dry blood is terrifying, yet comforting because it reminds me of home um and the john goodman being eaten by a plant on your wall is oh so when the um terrifying yeah when the apocalypse happens this is going to be our new god yes uh what do we name it lord queefron 1600 because <laughs> it makes sense because a queef never is out of we, style. We tried to uh, get royalty in that, a vagina reference, and technology. Mm. So yep. Lord Royalty, Queef Vagina, 1600, technology. I hope you get money for it. Yeah. I hope you get royalty. Well, I just want power. Well, I watched Tron the other day, the actual original Tron. Oh, yeah? So that was kind of apt that we used Tron in the name. They're bringing it back. Wait, Again. wait, wait, wait. Robin Wright is in it, I believe. Okay. Am I making this up? You I are making a, this up. I make a lot of things up. <laughs> <laughs> like your last name. But <laughs> As, I mean, someone has that last name. Robin Wright is going to be in Wonder Woman and one more thing. That I can't, it's not Tron though. Did she drop the pen off of her name? Oh God, yeah, like a like a, a while steamy ago? poop out of her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a little sense. Now, when you say steamy poop, is it just like? It's coming just, out it's or... a cold day and <laughs> it's your dog and you have to I was say this is sure a dog for sure reference <laughs> you know where it's dropping now michelle you are a producer for dirty sexy funny yes, jenny mccarthy show jenny mccarthy yes on sirius xm um channel 109 stars now uh herd immunity is a is a hot button issue that i want to talk to you about <laughs> but first off i want to know who you think did 9 11 Oh, I'm Illuminati, got it. <laughs> yes. It's like you could read my mind. Are you Superman? Wait, did you... You know in Superman 1, that, that dumb poem that happens? The, the can I read your mind part? Mm -hmm. Do you think Margot Kiddo's like, you know it would be great in this movie? And they're like, I don't know, Margot. That sounds crazy. And she bit someone's head off to get that in there. And then she later went off her meds and went into people's homes to just sleep in their bed. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yes. <laughs> Is she the tickler? She's not only the tickler, she's the hugger. <laughs> I don't know. Now, before we start, yes. I think Michelle... Wait, we haven't started? No, like, in the, we, we started to, I mean, we like, in the deep. conversation. Okay. Uh, before we figure out who did 9-11, um, Michelle is a giant Hamilton fan. Huge. Huge. Amazing. To the yes. point where every day she takes pictures of herself outside the theater. Daily? It's hashtag daily Hamilton Michelle-fee. I've never seen that Are you Are you before. trying to, like, get onto the the staff of some sort or you just you... I, you know it started out as a thing where i was like this will be dumb oh my god it's so dumb i cannot stop it mm. and every single day a slave came and i'm just gonna do some hamilton no i um uh i just can't stop <laughs> has anyone stop. ever gone up to you and been like why do you keep doing this oh uh, yeah I've, I've had people ask me and um some of the answers are my husband hates it so i'm going to mm. continue to just piss him off the other answer is hey maybe someday i'll meet when manuel is that how you say his last name that's Man his middle name right M miranda yeah writes 
I mean, he could have made it up like Lakowski, but who really knows? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. So. <laughs> Nor do I want to. Let's no. build a wall. <laughs> Illuminati. As long as it's gold. <laughs> Solid gold. Uh, so what made you start taking the pictures besides your uh, husband's hate for them? Uh, it, I love I love this musical so much. I, I love um, the fact that uh, uh, we've decided, not we, Lynn no Manuel Miranda um, was like, you know what? Hey, white motherfuckers, look at us black folk. We're going to get on there and we're going to start a revolution. And they have. And it's just amazing to this little white girl from Chinook, Montana, who lived on Indian reservations and knows exactly what it's like to be a minority in a weird way. To see these people go and just fucking slay it. And um, not just that, but the music itself is incredible. And this man who I have a problem with in a weird way because I'm obsessed, obsessed by this, uh, this, ugh, this what a revolution, if you will, but that's kind of not it either. But I'm obsessed by this guy who went to the most elitist schools in the country and, um, you know, who one of his sponsors or mentors is Stephen Sondheim, whom is like the royalty of all royalties in, in, um, musical theater anyway mm. so this guy uh, took his power for good and i love that because you know with great power comes great responsibility that's a hamilton line that's in there <laughs> it's like in the middle of the second uh verse of it's the when first he gets oh that's show. great bit by the radioactive uh federal reserve yes yeah <laughs> which is a uh something that hamilton anyway so uh, I, i'm obsessed by this guy who who has so much and yet is doing so much and is still making me annoyed as fuck that he is so, like, I'm annoyed by him and in love with him. At the Wait, same why are you annoyed by him? Uh, whenever anyone becomes famous and I love them, I become annoyed when they become famous because other people now know about them. And then they continue to be famous and do things that are awesome. Like, for example, Amy Schumer. Yeah. She annoys the shit out of me. And yet I'm obsessed by her as well. And I want her to do well. And I'm... And I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But if somebody I like becomes big, then I'm like, ah, fuck it. I hate this person now. Because I hate a part of myself, I think. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> she's, so is that the only reason why you hate him? Because now he's in the zeitgeist? Zeitgeist? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, because I know that he's, he's all, he was so close within the Heights. In, in the Heights? In yeah, the, in the Heights. In the Heights. So he was very, very close there, and people were noticing him. He was on Sesame Street, which is probably where I really became familiar He was on with... Sesame Street before Hamilton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. As a regular? Or is... No, no he, it's actually... Oh, my God. You have to Google the shit out of this. Yeah. So he is a, um, a real estate agent for um, Big Bird. <laughs> who is like, you know Big what? Bird's three. Why does Big Bird need a real estate agent? Exactly. But he, he's a good salesperson, and he <laughs> realizes that maybe Big Bird doesn't realize he doesn't need one, but he can sell anything. So he, he gets Big Bird to think about moving out of uh, Sesame Street yeah. and shows him different habitats. The mm. word of the day was habitat. And he raps about it, and um, and everyone's like, hey, Big Bird, you don't want to move. And uh, Lynn manuel Miranda said, uh, yeah, you do, and then he, that was me rapping. It's almost beatboxing. And you grew up on an Indian reservation yeah, with this those is very beatboxes? <laughs> Wait, so did Big Bird own his own... Uh, no, he never moved. He never moved, but was it like, was look, Big Bird, 
The neighborhood's changing. There's a lot of coffee shops. Juice Generation just opened up. Exactly. This land is hot. Yeah. He's like, there's a gym going to open right next to you. Do you want to watch that shit happen? Yeah. And uh, Big Bird did. He said yes. Did anyone else move? No one moved. The neighborhood staying the same? Stayed the same. Thank God. Yeah. Mm. I thought when HBO was going to come around, the neighborhood was going to change. You'd have Planet Fitnesses. There would be a lot more swearings. A lot of Chipotle's. Chipotle's. I was really looking for those f bombs dropping. Hasn't happened. I would love a dark. I mean, well, there's a there's a uh, a a Broadway or an off Broadway play that's like very dark Muppets. Have you heard of this? You're talking about yeah, Avenue, Avenue Q? Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was Broadway, and yeah. it. I saw, and then it moved back to Off-Broadway, because that's how popular. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. Have you seen it? I've only heard the album. It is so good. So good. You just turned into a Muppet when you said that. I love (laughs) Broadway. Hey, guilty pleasure. Is Is it? it I don't think it's a guilty pleasure, but I think you should be ashamed by how much you love Hamilton. I don't Because My husband said that, by the way, because I'm like, honey, what are my guilty pleasures? He's like, fucking Hamilton. And I was like, that's not a guilty pleasure. Everybody. Loves Hamilton. No, but the, the, the you take a selfie outside the theater every day, and you have a hashtag for it. I have my own hashtag for it. Exactly. And people have taken pictures outside and and uh, and tagged you. Yes. <laughs> so, bitch. How many times have you seen the show? Only once. Mm. Do you like uh, every time I watch the Today Show when I'm getting ready in the morning? What? And Al Roker. Well, my girlfriend loves the Today wait, Show. Wait, wait, wait. She does the Today Show in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? What do you? What would you rather have in the morning? We do CBS this morning. I'm, I'm a Charlie Rose fan. Well, I have to be because he's drunk in the morning. Is exactly. that why? I, I do. I do like, like his slurring, and he also hits on all the all the, uh, the oh, attractive he does? ladies. Oh yeah, oh, I all the time, <laughs> without fail. You know who? Um, so so sidetracky. But Buzz Buzz Aldrin was on, um, oh, on Dirty Sexy Funny, I, and he was so uncomfortable with he, Jenny. Oh my god! I heard he kind of rambles. A friend of mine interviewed him recently. He yeah. is oh. losing his facilities. Well, he's eighty six. Mm. Or yeah. is it facilities or faculties? Faculties. Facu- faculties. I think. I yeah. mean, if you're in a school, it's either. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but he is. Uh, was it? It's not dementia, but he's has he's something like that. Sick. And he <laughs> went to the moon. I get it. But <laughs> still, yeah, he the... could still lose his mind. Wait. So what was he doing with Jenny? No, he didn't land on the moon, though. Remember, if we're talking about the Illuminati stuff. Oh, oh that's shit. right. Good call. Good call. Did we got to keep up? it real in the bunker. <laughs> Did I'm, she bring that up? <laughs> I'm glad he doesn't. He's not here because he'd punch you out. He would yeah. punch you. Um, he, uh, he just, he did some movements with his hands that indicate big boobs about Jenny and um, some other. It was just. Wow. Really, and he rambled on about his ex-girlfriends and ex-wives, and it was amazing. Was he like, if you thought the moon landing was awesome, wait till you see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Land on this, Jenny. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did he answer any questions directly, though? Because Yeah, he had, he had some um, really good um, answers, but his handlers were hilarious, like... At one point, he got so sidetracked by whether or not he was dating Judy or Jody. And uh, this woman picked up the book and put it at, out him, at him, like, say anything, John Cusack style. And is, like, pointing at the book, like, remember why we're here. Wrap it up. It was great. He had a sweet shirt on. He did. Well, it, it said, let's go to Mars or get, get to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Whoa. Yeah. So he wants some more funding is what he's going for. Yeah. NASA funding. He actually wants less funding. <laughs> He's like, cut that shit out. Yeah. 
Uh, so you've only seen Hamilton once, and the reason I brought this up is because like Al Roker will say all the time, like he's seen Hamilton multiple times. I'm not Al Roker. I know, first world. I know you're not man. Al Roker, but it's also like, dude, it's 500 bucks of tickets. How much? How much do you think Al Roker makes? Um. Okay. So I just recently learned that Megan or Megan, that woman on um Fox, Megan News, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly makes only uh four million a year. <laughs> Only, so, man. what do you think Al Roker makes? I'm gonna guess at least eight. I would, I yeah. would guess that, and maybe across because doesn't he still do the Weather Channel? Well, he has too? his own ventures too. Yeah, yeah. he so, wrote a, a a book that I read last year for his interview. It's probably the only book I've ever read to you know get uh, prep for. Does he show. talk about crapping in the himself at the White House? No, I wish. So. Oh man, That's... no, it's not. It's not a personal story. It was a historical novel mm. about the weather. I'm not kidding. That sounds really interesting. I almost fell asleep (laughs) with you telling me what it was. (laughs) I like him, though. I call call him Ed Roker instead of Al because I forgot his name. It's a thing's friends do, though. Yeah. Like, I don't Lakowski, Lakowski, and you're like, oh, Matt, it's not my real name. Oh, come on. (laughs) Let's hug it out. Wait, so it was a historical novel about A, a weather event. Was it a fucking twister? One weather event or multiple One ones? One weather event. Wow. And how it affected this small southern town. <laughs> no, no He's a, he is a weather nerd then. It was called uh, Storm of the Century. Mm. You can read it at your local library. He's just or a Kindle. <laughs> no, let's go to the library guy. I, I do. Like it is National Library Week, FYI. That's good. (laughs) You should be in marketing. It's national. Amazing. Yeah, it's National Library Week. That's good. (laughs) Now back to you in the studio, Al. Do you know he's not a meteorologist? He's just a weather anchor. That I did not know. He didn't go to school for it. I don't think so. He doesn't have the certification. Guys, it's going down to two million a year. I'm sorry. (laughs) If if he was a woman, it it would be two million dollars a year. (laughs) (laughs) 79.1. Michelle, you're actually the first female in the bunker. You are the first female. You have broken the glass ceiling. Yes. (laughs) The The bunkers. (laughs) Sorry, tile ceiling. (laughs) With mold on it. Oh, God. What is that dripping? (laughs) (laughs) It's just blood because it's haunted. That's why we keep praying to our God to to fix everything. Yeah. It is John Goodman. If, if, right if we don't splash blood on the wall, he gets pissed. Now, how should we? Uh, how can we spruce this place up? Oh, I don't. You're talking to two straight guys who don't watch HGTV. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I do watch he, Yard Crashers, but <laughs> you wait, you're made to you. I you am. don't have to watch. That is true. Yeah. I don't actively go out and search. Your for wife it. makes you watch it. Just like I yeah. know everything but about it, the Real Housewives, that's why you watch Yard Crashers. Yes, and it becomes a guilty pleasure because then I'm like stupid, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what happens on this cool. show? How do they do? They just redo someone's yard. They do, and they they ambush people at Lowe's. So like someone's going through Lowe's, and they're like, "You," and he's like always very excitable. Usually the host, and he's like, "What What are you doing?" I'm gonna you know redo the the flower beds, and then they like ambush his yard and they just like go crazy and instead of like just doing like his flower beds they like add like a waterfall and like they go really intense. i'm in i'm so all i have good. to do is go to lowe's that's it just go to lowe's and look I, stupid I, just like oh. oh well that's easy <laughs> i mean look at me i i'm going to do this because i'm not going to do my lawn no and then and they pay for everything so it's yep, like i am situation. in Wait, so what can we do with the bunker, though? Okay, so... We need a waterfall, right, Steve? Absolutely. That's what I learned from Yard Or one crashers. of those... Those... those, those uh, um, What are they called? The prayer um, waterfall uh, 
they're like desk side. What are they called? There's a word for them, and I can't think right now. I, I think you need a laser show. That would be great. Laser show. Good idea. <laughs> Lasers. Oh, the meditation uh, fountain. That's what it is. Nice. That's what you need. With the laser show. I With think. the laser show. Just don't put them too nearby because the electricity in the water would mm. abort the whole thing. Now, you know, when we have to repopulate people in the bunker, this is actually going to make women ovulate nonstop lasers. Very true. And oh, yeah, that's water a, shows. It, it makes us go. Yeah, if there's one thing I know about women, <laughs> it's just, you know, how to get them going. <laughs> that's going to make them cream (laughs) (laughs) thank you so michelle you've been thinking about your guilty pleasures you've been stressing about agonizing agonizing (laughs) and i'm like i sleep at eight is that a guilty pleasure (laughs) how much i love sleep um but before children i um i read a lot of romance novels a Mm. lot Mm. of romance novels and to make me more interesting, I would skip over the sex parts. <laughs> so I'm not even reading it for the sex parts. I'm reading it for the romance. Wow. That doesn't wow. include sex. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I'm on a show called Dirty Sexy Funny with Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. How many romance novels would you uh, read a year? Um, uh, one year... And I don't know if they were pure romance novels, but on my blog that I used to have. You had a romance novel blog? Mm, Holy shit. That what would, was it? <laughs> that would make me amazing. And why didn't I think of that? No, it was just a, it was called See You Next Time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get it? Yes. Um, and it was just my ramblings. But um, one year I decided I was going to read a book a week. And I read 52 books that year. I did it. Amazing. And um, they were not all romance novels. So I kind of have failed you. But uh, yearly romance novels in my teens would probably be up there around 52. Around 52? I wow. loved them. What did you like about them? The escapeness of them. Okay. The, 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 um, the most ridiculous things that men will never do for another woman. Or Explain. a woman. Right. Let's see. Um, ride a horse into the. <laughs> yeah, why is there always a horse involved? <laughs> into the Bareback. fray for her while she's almost being raped by his arch nemesis. I don't know these kind of things that don't really happen that often, unless you live in Saudi Arabia, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> oil barons over there, and you're chic. Yeah, but um, I don't know it because I I lived or on or near Indian reservations my whole life, and we moved a lot. So I read, I read, and I read, and I read to escape kind of, not a horrible life, but, Mom, I know, we did okay. But it was, it was not, it was very lonely, because I moved so much. Right. So um, that was where I went. I started with Anne of Green Gables, which is not a romance novel, but if you really go to its core, it's a romance novel. Mm. What's your favorite romance novel subgenre? Uh, yeah. well, <laughs> because we learned that there are a lot. There are. Well, I love historical. Nice. Um, but uh, I have read the Outlander books. Out, wait, not Outlander. Out. It is it's Outlander. Outlander. Oh my god, I had. Oh, you know this. Well, it's, a it's a big show on stars. Yeah, oh. huge show. I see. But that I've and read... I've read them. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say I've read them at least three or four times, mm. and each book is over a thousand pages and I'm oh, not exaggerating. That's insane. God. How many books are there in the series? At this point, I think there are eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. I've only read the last one once because it just came out. 
So, so the series is still ongoing? Year. Yeah. This woman who was a, I'm going to get this wrong, um, an earth science teacher or some kind of science person, which could be earth science or bigger than that, rocket, um, decided one day that her lifelong dream was to write a romance novel, but not just a romance novel. A time traveling romance. Yeah, please oh explain Outlander to us because <laughs> it is the best. I need to check thing this out now. ever. And if you don't like it, you're stupid. Mm. Everybody, you should go into marketing too. I... <laughs> Either it's good or you just don't you're get it because idiot. you are an idiot. You're a dummy, dumb, dumb. <laughs> so she takes um, this woman. Her name is Claire, who is married to a um, an officer. I'm sorry, a a doctor. You can be an officer and a doctor. In World War II, and she becomes a nurse, or she is a nurse. Well, fuck it, who cares? She's a nurse in the war of the the second one, that big one, um, in the Europe's. And she's uh, British, and her husband at the time, um, because there's going to be another husband, guys, um, is also British. And they, the war ends. They haven't seen each other a lot because of the war. Mm. And uh, they go to Scotland to rekindle their romance after not seeing each other for the last couple of years because of the war. So they're in Scotland. They're having a good time. They're sleeping and fucking. And, and he's doing historical research because he's also a historian, which is a... Let's move on. So um, they, she decides to go on a walk to find some flowers because she likes to press flowers. And while she walks, she finds these stones. And these stones are an entryway to the past. Yeah. So she hits the stone. The stones hit her. She's a, she has something in her blood that makes her go in the past. So she goes back. And when she comes to, she is in the middle of a, a red coat versus blue guy, Scottish guy, whatever the fuck they're called, war, battle, battle. And she sees a, a British officer who looks just like her husband, her current husband. And she's like... Hey, dude, what's going on? Why are you dressed like that? And he's not her husband. He's an abusive relation from the way, way, way past. And he tries to start beating her up. But then this guy saves her, Jamie. And so then they have this amazing love. Oh, God, the love. And they travel through the world. And she has to go back because she has a baby in her belly. And the first baby died. But the second baby's not going to die because her husband knows that if she... Puts him back in the past, which is the future. The baby will be fine, and it is. And oh, there's just so much I can't. Wait, so she's pregnant with Jamie's kid, and then she goes to the future to her husband. Yes, who has oh. been looking for her for five years. Oh, oh wait, so time doesn't stop. No. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. Now this is like first season stuff, or is this like that was? Uh, I don't think that they actually. She. I don't think she goes back. Um, the first season. I don't know oh. if they're going to in the second season. This is the first book, though. Steve, how oh. understanding would you be of your wife if she disappeared for five years, came back, and said, "Hey, I traveled to a, a far. You know, how many years back does she travel? Has to be a few hundred. Couple hundred. Right? I think it's two hundred years. It's during um the. I'm gonna slaughter the name the. Oh, fuck, it's this war, this battle that is really real. Like, and that's the other thing. She does such good, meticulous historical research. Yeah. So you're actually learning about this Scottish-British uh, uh, war back in the 6th, 
1700s. That's called Kalagagala. You do learn a lot about Kalagagala. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, your yes. wife travels back 250 years in the past. Okay. She disappeared for five years. She comes back. She goes, hey, Steve, guess what? Went to the past, and now I'm pregnant. How how pissed off would you be? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because, I, I mean, I'm not going to know details, but she's going to be like, it was a toward love affair. Like, she, I'm, I'm going to want to know how long did you stay? Like, really? Did they just have like one or two sessions of that? And then also, too, like, I'm, I guess I don't, I don't need to know the details. <laughs> she's pregnant. That's right, bullshit. You, but do you think she'd be pissed off if you found someone else? Oh, hell yeah. So does... There'd probably be a double standard there. <laughs> Uh, well, well, one thing I didn't, uh, Frank, her her husband in the future. What a lame name, Frank. Yeah. Dr. Frank Dr. fought in World War II. Randalls is his last name. Frank anyway. Randalls. Does he talk like that? No, he's British, so he's cool. Um, he... I've never met a Brit named Frank. Neither. I, I have a friend who has a child who's... Oh, Franklin? Whose name is Frank. Mm. And uh, Hope Dixon Leach is her name, so... You know you can't get more British than that. Mm. Anyway, so um, uh, the Frank has been cheating on her <laughs> before Ooh. he even went over. So he oh. he kind of has, but he thinks she's crazy when she comes back. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I okay. So here's what happened. I went in the past and I kind of madly fell in love with this dude, and um, he could get me pregnant while you couldn't, which Ooh. is a source. And she never could get pregnant for him later because they're going to live there together for the next 18 years to live with Brianna, who will come and look nothing like Frank, obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's intense. And then, like, if she has the child and the, it's John is the guy in the past? Jamie. Jamie. Oh, Jamie, sorry. Get with it, Steve. Sorry. Oh, okay, so now... Jamie Frazier. Yeah. Is she... Maybe it hasn't gotten to that point yet. Has she ever gone back? Oh, once yeah. The baby's born? Okay. okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I would assume so. Okay. But not for 18 years. Wow. So she because has like a she grown child. until Frank dies. Are you kidding me? I'm wow. not kidding you. That kid would. You think that kid's really pissed off and like, hey, Ma, where the fuck have you been? No, no, no. No, no, no. She has, she the, has baby. the baby out. Oh. With Frank. Raised. And then has never met dad until 18, though. Right. Why doesn't. Why. Do, why doesn't Jamie just go to the future? He can't. He doesn't have the blood thing that <sighs> she has. He they can't have the do stones a either, blood apparently. transfusion? I don't even know. What maybe they're going to get to that later. That they, would... <laughs> well, I mean, she is a scientist. Maybe Earth. She's maybe, a scientist? Oh. The doctor. The, the woman the who author. wrote it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would make the story much more interesting. How do they figure out you need certain blood to well, use the stones? Well, I don't... So there's going to be other people who travel uh, back and forth. There's okay. this one crazy lady who's a witch, which you're a witch, which is from a movie. And if you can name it, you can win a cup of coffee over at Montclair. Uh, and I'll buy it. Um, which witch, you're a witch. A guilty pleasure of mine. Is it the mm. uh, is it the one where Cher's a witch? No. Uh. But it is a Cher-like person. Which witch you're Hocus, a witch? Is it Hocus Pocus? No. Because that's Bette Midler, right? Mm-hmm. Shit. Which would make sense. Right? Because right. they're kind of... What is, give us another hint. Um, there's, a, there's symbolism through... Uh, uh, give us a real hint. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's Sandra, symbolism. Sandra through. Bullock is in it. Oh, I'm done. 
Shit. It's not miscongeniality, is it? Because that was on Bravo this week, and there, there, Jenna was watching. There was it. a sacrificial part in, in miscongeniality. <laughs> How do you think she won? Exactly. Um, Some runes. That's good. Uh, it's got Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, oh. and they're witches. Oh my! I've never heard of this. I don't. Think I'm so. out. Yeah, I'm tapped out. Well, I'm not gonna tell. No, you gotta tell. Now you just got. Please just tell us. <laughs> Why are you going to do that? Because I forgot the <laughs> name. Because that's what I do. Now, if only we had the uh, the stones and the blood, we can travel back in time. And, and we would never have had that discussion. I apologize. It's the... Uh, oh, my gosh. Ooh, I found it through the magic of the internet. What is it? Practical magic. Practical magic. What happens in Practical Magic? Oh, it's just a great movie. You just said it was a guilty pleasure. I don't care. Adrian... Yeah. Um, Bro- not Brody. Adrian uh, Zamed. Nope. Adrian... Um, What's the Adrian guy's name? Brody? <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great when he plays the piano throughout yeah. the whole thing? <laughs> He's very, very thin. Um, which, by the way, did you ever see Adrian Brody after he won, like, was doing the piano and did, like, interviews? He's such a douchebag. Really? It, yeah. Complete douche. Yeah. Oh, my what? God. Yeah. He was like, you know what I did to, to get ready for this role? I went into my apartment and I didn't use my phone for like two weeks. Very method. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did anyone die? Did Did you kill any of your family? No. Then shut the fuck up. Anyway, back to Outlander, which is a guilty <laughs> pleasure of mine. <laughs> and any Sandra Bullock movies. Uh, yeah. Not just a guilty pleasure, but a pleasure. Yeah. Do you? All right, that's fair enough. I thought you were gonna say guilty pleasure because well, like, the net could be a guilty pleasure. I would say because it was kind of panned. The net, the net, the it's net not, wasn't good. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, but I, I, I like the bad, the bad films that try to explain technology. Yeah, and that's one of them. That's definitely <laughs> right. Up there. there was no tech person working on that film. By the way, there was just like some guy going in a room, probably just like this one, going, you know, I think that the wires cross. It's like me describing how people go back in time on the outline. <laughs> there's something about their blood. She did order pizza online, though, right? That I think is she true. She did, yeah. Yeah, she was ahead of her time in that sense. Really was. Uh, was she in Blindside? Yes. She was. One time I... She uh, won the Academy Award for Blindside. Uh, I confused Blindside with... Um, now I should go back in time and remember the movie I'm trying to reference. Uh, the one with Denzel Washington uh, as no. a football coach. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> no. Hoosiers? Uh, precious. <laughs> you mix those two. Whoa. I was uh, I was like watching. I was on the phone with uh, Jenna at the time, and she goes, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "I'm watching Precious." She goes, "That's a really downer of a movie." I'm like, "No, it's pretty like kind of uplifting, except like it's kind of racist. Like these rich white people save a poor black child." And she goes, "Oh, that's not Precious." No, no. It just shows how racist you are, though. Yes. Oh God, you know what's awful? I. Uh, my intern, Racism? no, my intern's African American, and there's a girl in my office that's also African American, and they sit next to each other, and I'm terrible with names as is, so I always confuse their yeah. names when oh, I'm talking no. to them, and uh, yeah, I'm sure they think I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, we all look the same to you. We all look the same to you. <laughs> all right, you time traveler, why don't you just settle down? All right. <laughs> oh, are there any people of color in uh, Outlander? Come on. No. It's not like Hamilton, where like Thomas no, Jefferson's a black dude. Can you? Um, did you know? And this is fact. 
kids today from watching Hamilton think that our founding fathers were black. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I mean, I, I wish, but no, they were slaves. So we got to really figure out how to teach mm-hmm. with also learning the proper things. I do like in Hamilton to take things back that the only white person is King George. Uh, there, yes, there's some white dancers, but yes, you're correct. Mm. And and King George is left today. That la- last night jo- was Jonathan Groff's last show. Oh, shut up, Michelle. Just shut up. They don't want oh. <laughs> you. You had some tears, I think. <laughs> well, I didn't get to see him. I saw Anthony Randall's. Ra- 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 <laughs> Scooby Doo. Um, and uh, he was amazing. So I wasn't. I was not disappointed. Oh, I know you don't care, but I'm gonna go see um, School of Rock on Wednesday, and oh. I get to go backstage with my son. Oh, that, my nephew saw it. That is awesome. And? I he liked it. Oh, fuck you. That's wait, awesome. why? Wait, why? Fuck me. What did I do <laughs> it's not wrong? Not even a good review. Like he's right, he's yeah. like nine. He likes everything. Well, then. how can School of Rock be bad? It's a jukebox. Wait, did no, they... it's not. It's it's all original songs. Yes. Oh, I might be bad. No, it's not though. It's it's like, not like Rock of Ages, right? It's no, it's it's legit. Yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah, Jack Black? I saw the movie. It's so good. So that good. was all original music. Like, are you dumb? They're not. Ill. I hate you. Wait, it's in just origi- like seeing my family. <laughs> it's all original music in School of Rock one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. In the film, you mean? I thought there was no because they did some they ACDC. Did... Oh, yeah. they did. Okay, they yeah. did. But there was there was at least one or two original songs, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Do all the, and the kids play uh, the instruments in yeah. the School of Rock. Yeah. So this one kid on an audition, this is going to just fucking guilty pleasure you. So this one kid went into the audition. I don't know what that means. I don't either, <laughs> but you're going to become a I'm going to be aroused. Fan. Um, your penis is going to get hard. You will be a walking, talking guilty pleasure. Man. Yeah. <laughs> So this little... I can't wait for you to tell me about children doing things and, <laughs> and you won't be you able to hard. stand up. Oh, geez, oh, Pete. <laughs> this went wrong. <laughs> so this little girl walked into the audition, fucking nailed it, and they were like, we already have a bassist or whatever she was playing. And they and they were like, but we don't have a, another instrument. She's like, okay, I'll learn it. She came back two days later, learned whatever instrument it was, and is now on Broadway. Wow, I'm That's impressed amazing. because that that was a, a woman. Um, first most of all, first of all, I'm like whoa, hand eye coordination is already horrible <laughs> in females. So let's just hello, you know. ding dong, we're done. You, Megan <laughs> Kelly only makes four million a year. Woo! Now, what what Billow makes? That's Billow makes a lot. He's 12. probably twenty million. Oh, 12. Yeah, I think it, we just did a story on it on Friday, and I am blanking on all the numbers because I'm a girl. <laughs> I don't understand. Did that. you drive yourself here, Michelle? <laughs> oh my God! No, I had my little boy drive me. <laughs> I hope he's okay. He's Did still you in the know car. Thomas Jefferson was white? I was watching Hamilton, and by God, I like how you're Southern all of a sudden. <laughs> southern Belle. You, I, I think you started with the Southern. I was. Oh, that was me. Yeah, I it was, was you, man. Yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't you. No, he okay, always. But... I think you have an alter ego that is a Southern Belle. A uh, woman from the 19th 19- I do declare <laughs> century. <laughs> Mr. Long. Hello, Mary. Mary Beth. <laughs> no, but that does sound awesome with School of Rock. Yeah. Wait, so is your son all into uh, not Broadway shows or musicals? I'm, I'm trying. But, yeah. you know, my husband's like, really? Does he play an instrument? His, he, nope, he's too little <laughs> too to young. do that. Too um, young. 
No, he doesn't. He's he's into uh, video games. Yeah, that's and, surprising. And uh, comic books. <laughs> Very surprising. Both. Yeah, really crazy. No, because I loved uh, live shows as a child. I wouldn't seek them out myself, but I always liked going to them. So I was just curious if... This is his first show Ooh, on Broadway, and okay. he gets to go backstage. That's awesome. How'd you hook that up? I have a friend in the show. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty neat. <laughs> If you want to be my friend and let me backstage, <laughs> my name is Michelle Likowski. And if you're in Hamilton, I will suck your dick. <laughs> well, that's uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> you're listening to Guilty Mixtape. I'm Matt Bogart. And as always, I'm joined by the talented Steve Long. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing good. Steve, I am I'm starving right now. I am too. Can you suggest a place in Montclair, New Jersey... That can satisfy my hunger. You know, I know you, Matt, for quite a while now. Yes. And I know that you are always a big fan of a really good gyro. Oh, I love a gyro. Right? Like, if it's good, it's going to change your whole day. Yeah. And uh, I love everything about a gyro. I love the pita bread, mm. the, the the fresh meats, the vegetable salad on top, and the, the cream sauce. And, the Oh, yeah. Is there a good gyro in Montclair? There's there's a couple. Oh, I'm, yeah? If, I'm, if I may be so bold. But the, the, the best of the best is Frank Pepe's gyro. Frank Pepe's gyros. Yes. Oh, my God. Unreal. What kind of gyros do they have at Frank Pepe's? Well, so... I mean, you have your typical lamb gyro, you have your chicken gyro. I really like chicken because he seasons it in a certain way that, like, no one else has ever done, right? Uh Uh-huh. He does um, this, like, mystery meat one where no one's really sure, you know, is it it octopus? Is it crocodile? Is it human flesh? Who knows? Yeah. That's a big seller just for people who just want to try something new. Uh, He has um, a vegetarian gyro, which, again... It sometimes it's onions, sometimes it's green peppers. Just just like a block of onions on top <laughs> of a pita. Wow, that's very interesting. It's very interesting. And then um, he also goes into like other meats. So like elk was like a recent one, Ooh, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that sounds about right. Some elk meat gyro. I think the Greeks would be all about that. All about it. And then uh, you know you just have um, anything and everything. That you can like pull from the sea. So like he does like some fish gyro. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cod was a recent one the other oh, day. Wow, it's very he's very experimental, if I may say. Frank so, Pepe's gyros. And where is this? And uh... so uh, it's it's near downtown. Okay, downtown Montclair. Downtown Montclair, and uh, it's it, it's funny that we talk about the meats, right? It's funny that we talk about what's inside, but really, what makes this place soar? Is the juice. The juice. The gyro juice? The gyro juice on the side. Oh, yeah. It is spec-fucking-tacular. It is... It's like... Like, okay, you go and you have you have your uh, prime rib, right? And it's like, okay, the, the meat's good, but it's really about the au jus, right? Mm-hmm. To me. This juice... I, I just like the juice. And I think everyone else who goes there and gets a gyro likes the juice. Oh yeah, right. Can you get can you get gyro juice on the side? You can. It comes with a little side actually. Oh, are there other gyro places in Montclair? Yeah. So, um, as one knows, um, especially in Montclair, it's a very competitive food scene, right? Oh yeah. 
blossoming food scene. Yes, sir. It's a lot of rough and tumble co- competition. Yeah, I think they're going to do a season of Chopped in Montclair, New Jersey. I, I'm I'm sure they're scouting. Yeah, currently, actually. And so, um, Frank opened his Euro shop. People went nuts. Now aficionados from all over the area are pilgrimaging, making the pilgrimage to Montclair. Mm-hmm. So, guy comes in, unbeknownst to anyone, quietly over the weekend, opens up BJ's Euro and More. Ooh. I don't even know what the fuck is the and more, but I'm curious. Competition do you think is fierce. It's, do you think it's just sides? I'm sure. Because like he has elk meat, he has octopus gyros, he might have human flesh gyros. We don't really know what's in the mystery meat. Mm-hmm. But the and more from BJ's gyros. Yeah. What is it a marketing ploy? I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's like... Well, first of all, um, the guy's real name isn't BJ. He just took... Because you know how like businesses will like try to be like AAA and have like earlier in the phone book? Oh. I think he just... I think he just... <laughs> That's a really good marketing ploy to have. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, basically they're trying to capitalize on the, 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 the phone, phone book, book people. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Um, I have to say their juice isn't as good as Frank Pepe's Euro juice. Now, the the thing I've heard about Frank Pepe's gyro juice is that you don't know what it is. And you told me that you saw someone actually go into shock and they had to jab an EpiPen in the person's neck because he refuses to disclose what's in his secret gyro juice. Yes. Well, and that's the thing is, (laughs) all right, you know that it's kind of meat drippings but there's something else in there. Oh yeah, and I can't explain. Sometimes it. it's curdled. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, there might be traces of some blood in it. We don't really know. And I'm sure you know how you read the like uh, back of boxes, and it says may may be prepared in like a in a facility <laughs> that handled peanuts or something. Oh yeah, peanut allergy is a big thing, right? And I'm pretty sure that they they cross contaminate there like all the time. So I'm sure there's like a guy that's like prepping the like sides, and then he's also like making the juice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's problematic, but it's so good that even people who could have an allergic reaction still down that juice. Like oh, it's, like it's a fucking smoothie. Is Montclair uh, a big enough town to have two uh, gyro shops? I would say yes. Okay, because I feel like. You know, they're each going to get their own audience, right? Because I think that Barry's juice is not what leads the day. I think his meat toppings are kind of what leads the day. Whereas Frank Pepe, it's like the juice wins. And it has kind of like a core following. So I think I think there's enough room. Do you think that should be like... So BJ's uh, Gyros and Moors in the phone book at a ver- the very beginning. Yes. But with this, with um, with Frank Pepe's, do you think he should have a slogan like "The Juice Wins"? Yeah, or "The Juice Is Loose." That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: People vs. OJ, very big show. Let's yeah. kind of get that going again, Frank yeah. Pepe. He could easily capitalize yeah. on, on this viewership, and also I think that you know, the juice is on top. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. He could also now, if, if he's going to go that route, he could also just kind of pander to, to the to the football star that he was back in the day and throw some photos up in there. I think oh, that would... that's a that's a really good idea, right? Yeah, him as the Hertz salesman, 
Naked Gun, uh-huh. Touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. And and he could just sell sides of that. People could dip their you know peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in it. Mm-hmm. Tuna sandwiches. I mean, it's really it's universal. French fries. Ooh, French fries. French yeah. fries and the juice. Yeah. Anyway, this is Frank Pepe's Gyros, and it's downtown Montclair. And I think I think we should go. I'm starving. I'm starving. And now we're back to more guilty mixtape. Do you have any other guilty pleasures besides? Um, so far, it just seems everything that goes back in time. Hamilton, <laughs> your love for Hamilton, time Outlander, time travel, anything that doesn't involve time travel. Um, well, and you we... just have like a stroke face going is on. Is there a time travel <laughs> musical? There must be. Or there's like, is Back to the Future going to be adapted eventually? Because that would be pretty fucking awesome. That would be really good. Awesome. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. If you're looking for your next project. You know, I was watching Creed. I'm like, this could be a musical. Creed? Yeah, really? Creed. Well, they yeah. did the Rocky musical. Yeah, so that's exactly what that, I was thinking. There you go. That did not last. Nope. No. No. But it was at the Winter Garden, which is where Funny Girl was. And Cats. It could have played forever. That's just a little fun fact about musical theater. <laughs> How often? Which is where School of Rock is. Mm. How long have you been into like uh, musical theater? It seems like you have a... a vast history of it in that head of yours uh well i went to school for musical theater in a small southern baptist college which was the only place in the that had musical theater as a major Uh so that's what i did but i started um my first broadway no i've never been on broadway come on girl come on pull it together (laughs) pull it together come on my first show um was when i was five and i stopped the show every single night because I was hilarious, and it was Annie, get your gun. So there you go. Oh. Put it in your fucking fucking memorodax file of memorodax. <laughs> I'm tattooing it on my body. Annie, get your gun. So you slayed the line, and I, it you were, it was in your blood after that point. You're like, yes, I have yeah. to do this. Yeah. So I I um I I I never. I, the last time I was on in a show was probably 15 years ago. But up until that time, I'm 45, guys. I was always in a show. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Musical theater girl. Yeah. So I assume that's what brought you to New York. Yes. I uh, was going to school in North Carolina with in that uh, Southern Baptist place where my mother was like, yes, you can go there because Jesus is there. And mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus and musical theater, that don't go together unless it's Jesus Christ Superstar. Anyway, so um, after two years, I was like, fuck this. I'm moving to New York City, and I went to AMDA, American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Me and Marissa Winoker, who is known for hairspray, she won a Tony, but she and I were nemesises, and she <laughs> clearly did better than me. Don't anyway, you hate it when that happens? Yeah. Yeah, Marissa, I do. Um, <laughs> Wish her all the best. <laughs> <laughs> we both auditioned for Grease um, in the 90s and for the Broadway on thing, and she went on tour, and I um, I continued to work at The Gap. Mm. Interesting mm. how that worked out. <laughs> but she had to gain a lot of weight. Who'd you audition to play? Brasha, uh, Brasha, Brasha. Jill. Jen. Ja. 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 It starts with a J. What is it? I don't know. Brasha, Brasha, Brasha. Is that how you uh, auditioned? No, I um, I sang. Oh my god! Uh, I think I sang. No, I didn't sing. It's rainy on prom night. I sang some fifties. Now we record on Sundays, and before we started, Michelle's like, "Thank you for having me here because now I don't have to go to church." 
It's and I true. thought you were kind of kidding when you said that. No. But apparently, it's I a thing you do. I sing in the do. choir. Do you really? Oh, <laughs> yes. man. Amazing. Yes. How, many, <laughs> how many people are in the choir? Uh, there's probably 15. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. I've kind of... I, I, I joined because the one Sunday morning, the choir director got up and he was like, um, we need sopranos because they are like Poland holding off <laughs> the the Nazis, Nazis. <laughs> and I was like, well, With backbone. I, I'm a soprano, and I don't like Nazis, so I guess it's my calling. And so I did join. Wow, that's mm-hmm. a that's a wonderful way to recruit people. Yeah. It works. <laughs> I hate those Nazis. Wait, so do, what what songs do you sing in church? Oh, church songs. Very hymn yeah. based. I yeah. I've been to church maybe twice. Really? Well, I'm Jewish. Oh, right. right. That'll that'll change things. Yeah. Yeah. So there you well, go. Well, twice. What? How? How yeah, did that did, circumstance come what together? Was it? Someone got married. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There you go. People got married. That's not the same. Did you? <laughs> did you try to like take any sacrament or do something like that? No, Just, no. <laughs> I, I feel weird. I feel weird kneeling at a church because I was told never to kneel. So right. they're like, they have to like, deco- or, or what did they have to like decompress you after you left? Like, oh, you're in that church. Hold on. We have to like. No, no, no. Okay. I just don't like kneeling. Do some Jew thing. That yeah. Like hugged it out because I can't, can't stop hugging people. What do, what do the Jews do when, when they get married? So, they just crush glass. They just crush glass. And that is a. Uh, Carry people and around it. in chairs. chairs. Yes. And that's it. Fiddler on the roof. When I was. <laughs> yes. Was that exactly. your first. Um, uh, brush with Judaism. Yes. Yeah. I would say that was mine as well. Oh yeah. man. I was living in Tacoma, Washington at the time. So mm. yeah, we don't have Jews out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are. Right. But, yeah. You know. They're much more underground. Yeah. They're it's Illuminati. Um. So that was that. That was your first impression of of uh, modern day Jews. I was like, these people rock. Mm-hmm. Have to run from a lot of bad people, but that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just the water pipes. Just, I've never heard that before. That's a new sound. That's yeah. That's kind of terrifying. I hope it's not a real sound <laughs> <laughs> of death. So the, um, oh, that's distracting. <laughs> <sighs> Matt's going to be so upset. He likes his sound pure. Pure. It's about his Judaism. You can just remove this in post, right? No. Nope. It's just a filter you can apply. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's going away. It's going away. It's going away. So, can you give us a church hymn? Uh, church hymn? No, but why um, not? Because I I don't like uh the church. I, I like the church I'm going to because they are very gay friendly and nice. in fact, our minister, I think they're called priests because I'm from Southern Baptist. Like I grew up Southern Baptist, which is hardcore. Like yeah, born again. Mm-hmm. The we don't well my Farm mom brimstone. Like yeah yeah yeah, and I, the revelations is terrifies me still. The the shit that is going down now scares me as a girl who was do you know what do you know anything like the oh. signs of you know the end so, i don't know seals. if you noticed but we are broadcasting from a bunker <laughs> <laughs> and we're starting a cult so, so yes i'm well aware of well all the opportunities i will reap because of the book of revelations yeah, yeah. Ugh. anyway so it, all the shit that's going down like the global warming and blah 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 make me as a little girl who was raised born again slash southern baptist terrified yeah the end of days end of mm-hmm. days so i'm in the um uh episcopalian episcopalian that one my yeah. husband was catholic so mm. this was our middle ground yeah. to meet because he loves 
church, and I don't because of what I was raised as, but these people at least um, believe that global warming is real, and mm-hmm. they believe that, uh, oh, I don't know, gay people are people who that's, can marry, and we nice. will marry them. It's a nice, it's a nice blend, but their music sucks. Uh, Southern Baptists, on the other hand, have great music. Yes, much more gospel, and yeah. Right. They seem to have a good time praying. They do which, love a good prayer. As a Jew, it's very, very strange, because... Do you have to be ashamed when you're praying? Everything is based on grief. Ah, yeah, that's true. I'm sure your your husband uh, goes through the same thing because he's Catholic. Oh, yeah, he believes that he's always guilty of something. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And he always is. But (laughs) (laughs) I I can't... Okay, we're going to move on. Um, (laughs) But uh, (laughs) um, with you guys, you have one time a year where you are, like, cleaned yearly, right? You know what's strange? What? So it's always like the new year starts, and then a week after that, you have to uh, okay. absolve yourself from all your sins that just occurred in one week. So we do have a day, but it starts seven days after the new year, which is weird. Oh, huh. right. It should be before the new yeah. year. Yeah, right. Like, or, or the day before, so mm-hmm. that then the next day is clean and a new year. So you only have seven days of bad, and then the whole year, you're just an awful person going to, not hell, because you guys don't have We don't hell. have a hell. Mm-hmm. Then why even fucking atone for anything? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If, if I could ask God one question, it'd probably be that one. <laughs> but the nice thing about it is you get to have breakfast at night. So it's usually like bagels and Ooh. yeah, and what have you. you. Are you a lox person? Oh, yeah. I like uh, my bagels stinky. and uh, Nice. What about those little black things? Those little, uh, like, ki- they're not kippers. They're kip, 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 K-word. Capers. Fat. Yeah. Oh, it's a C. Mm. Yep. Sorry, yeah. that's where I confused you both. Uh, my that's I where the, kipper, the <laughs> kippers get the kipper fish. Uh, my my Jewishness is most apparent when I'm getting uh, breakfast because I will get stinky fish on bagels, and my girlfriend, who's not Jewish, will get the sweetest cream cheese on bagels. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, like, the, like strawberry whoa, cream cheese. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. On what kind of bagel is she going? Cinnamon raisin. Oh, oh my shit. god. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm either... She sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm either like egg, onion, or everything with stinky smoked fish on top of more stinky smoked fish with onions and cream cheese. Mine is everything with scallion cream cheese. Yeah, that's a good... I usually do pumpernickel with a scallion cream cheese. And I don't toast the bagel. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't don't want want any cream cheese. If it's fresh, fresh, fresh. If it's fresh, you don't toast. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what I hope for. But this is America. I'm not going to look down on people for toasting their bagels. What? Because once we build that wall, well, then we don't yeah. have to worry. We don't have to worry about, about it. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you can keep your fucking keep toaster. your toasters. <laughs> I'm going to have fresh oh. bagels daily. Uh, my dad is all in on Trump. Oh yeah. I assume, based on what you've been telling me, that uh, your paternals mm. are as well. Hmm, um, you know, my father, who is really, uh, uh, loves to discuss the politics with me, has not said anything about Trump, which really? is shocking. Wow. My father is, um, a Southern, ba- a Southern, like, from South Carolina. He uses the N-word liberally, mm-hmm. liberally, not mm-hmm. literally, and literally. Liberally, yeah. Yeah, and, um, he calls Obama that guy in the White House, but with a different word for mm. guy and um woman if you, you just keep you keep guessing over there okay <laughs> anyway um he he's 
He He's not a fan it. of Hamilton is what I'm gathering. <laughs> you know what's funny? My, I, I <laughs> saw Hamilton. I'm telling my dad about it. He's like, you mean the guy who uh, came up with the federal bank? And I was like, you knew that? Holla. I didn't know that until <laughs> and he's like, oh, these fucking liberals teaching you how to be in. Why you move out to New York City, I will never know. And those people are all over you and they're going to kill you. You know you're going to get killed by someone out there. And yeah, like, my dad says the same thing. Because <sighs> well, he's watching a lot of Fox News. That's I mean, he, he also moved to Florida, so he's like, oh. oh, yeah, your jaw just hit the ground, Michelle. Yeah, why yeah. would he? How old is he? Dad is 70. Let me do the math. <laughs> Is that 74? Calculator. What, you're like 12. How like I'm how 30. How old was he? So he was 44. Yeah. Wow. Are so, you youngest? Yeah, I'm an accident, so that's why. I'm a second marriage. Nice. My parents are 86. Nice. Yeah. My mom just got in a terrible car accident on Friday. She drives? <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. Um and she's in the hospital, so Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out that. Millie. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, man. Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh. she's okay ish. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It was I, on Friday. I was like, am I going to have to fucking go visit her? <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, but I don't. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love my. That I was born. That's mm-hmm. what I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the, that I have life. But uh, to, to shift this conversation to uh, something, something brighter and happier. Why? <laughs> uh, my dad's favorite president of all time on uh, TV is Jed Bartlett from The West Wing. What? Yeah. The most liberal fucking president no. that's not ever existed for real, but is also what Bartlett for president. I still say that. I hashtag it sometimes. Oh my God, really? Yeah. That Does makes he... no sense. And he doesn't understand the, the bizarreness of the that the irony <laughs> yeah i guess not or he doesn't or he's never looked at it like that but interesting i know you michelle you are a huge west wing fan only the first four seasons but yes so when sorokin left you I just w- dropped out. out yeah what about when uh the last season was good though with didn't, um didn't watch it so why would it why are you gonna tell me about you it? should you should watch it it's yeah. on this thing called netflix i know you have children so it, it crouches it's, into your it's so difficult i don't do that to yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, we never watch things. Like, every night, last night, I was like, let's watch Spotlight. That'll be fun. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. And then I was asleep at eight. So. <laughs> mm. He watched Hunger Games, the last show, one of them, whatever that is. Because yeah, I read all those. Of them. Did you? Yeah. I've, I've intentionally not read them. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I skip over it. Do you, re- you still, to this day, you skip over all erotic scenes? I just don't find it erotic (laughs) that makes sense but like like, if you're reading a book about you know people having sex well so i did read that uh that gray book the 50 shades 50 (laughs) that's the one um because you know i will read any romance novel and it was the god it was so if any english teacher got a hold of this they would just fucking it would be red 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 it was so poorly written but there's a lot of sex in it so i didn't read much of the book so, <laughs> Why do you skip over the sex? I just is don't... it embarrassing to you, or I think as a kid I did it because I was like, what the fuck? I shouldn't be enjoying this. This is weird. Although, um... can you do that in a southern accent? Oh, this is weird. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. Michelle, I do declare. <laughs> oh, but... Mayor Beth. <laughs> so you've never read like 
penthouse forum letters but, and stuff? Okay. Because <laughs> this is where I'm going <laughs> to... I currently work for Jenny McCarthy. So on one show, they made me watch porn in front of them because I'd never... I'd watched one porn in my life, which was Debbie Does Dallas. Amazing. Because if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to go to the mother load. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Spooge. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I watched porn in front of her and I was like, that's uncomfortable. And now it's this thing where anything to make me uncomfortable sexually, they do that on the show. But the point is that I did read Forever, which is that Judy Bloom book mm-hmm. in like seventh grade. Does anyone in this room, John Goodman, know about Forever? I don't. It's, I know some Judy Bloom, but I don't know it's that. A, it's a sex book. Like, for. Huh young adults or probably adults but all the girls got it in seventh grade yeah so i um i knew where the bad part was because i read up to it and i was like that's that's uncomfortable and then i told everybody where the bad parts was and i had the book and so they would borrow it from me (laughs) it was like here it is guys give it back when you're done this is like a sex ed kind of book i mean i don't think she was like i'm gonna teach teenagers about sex or Did the kids have safe sex in it? Not that I know of, because I read over it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, I can't answer why. Like, why? Do, why does it? Why do you read those books if you just skip over <laughs> exactly. it? Though, right. isn't right. that the weirdest thing you've ever heard? I can't explain that. I mean, you got, you got it. Just, just let's think about it. Let's just rewind. <laughs> Are we going to go back in time? We're not going to go back in time. This isn't Outlander. I don't have that kind of blood. You don't have the blood. I probably have kidney stones. But oh, that's that's only stones we got. That's all. That's right now. <laughs> you guys don't have balls. What? <laughs> got some stones right here. So you just I. <laughs> don't make any. sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, and I love romance novels. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sex. Mm, okay, let's go back to where they're all kissy and loving. <laughs> I don't need to know about your penetration. <laughs> I don't even watch sex on movies. Interesting. Like, I do this. Do you? The same way I just covered my eyes. The same way I watch any scary scene on TV. <laughs> but with sex, I don't cover my ears, which I do in scary scenes, which I do this. Hmm. I'm a pussy. <laughs> There's some Freudian stuff going there. There's no violence. Yeah, you know. I don't know if it's Freudian. <laughs> I think. I mean, you could, you could you could go deep with that. Not wanting to want to, to read the sex parts and the violence part. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. So this is very strange. I Michelle. didn't read very the the Song of Solomon either. <laughs> that shit is really sex. <laughs> That's in the Bible. Yes. Right. In your your version of your first part, yeah, oh yeah, that's that's where all the sad stuff happens. Yeah, and and sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Mm, Sodom and Gomorrah is not in Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon is a love song, love psalms, love. What's that word when you write po- poetry? It's poetry to a girl, basically, who's not Wooing. his wife, I believe. Mm. Ah, the good old days. Mm. When Lady Luck was queen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Michelle, thank you for coming down to the bunker. (laughs) Thank you, guys. This was really, really fun. Uh, We got you you a gift. What? Yeah, we got you a card. Oh, wow. That you can give to someone. Can you describe to people what it is? You know, it's funny. I was going to say, why do you have this red barn, which 
Jamie Summers lived in a red barn. Uh, Jamie Summers? Mm. No. Okay. That is That's from the Outlander man, the right? Bionic woman. <laughs> she lived in a barn. So uh, Does he have I'm, sex with the bionic woman? I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would not know. But uh thank you for this red barn from Vermont yep. card that says something about the eighteen fifty Spain room. Oh, you're very welcome. I don't even <laughs> know what that means. There's a G for good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Well, thanks for coming to the bunker, Michelle. We really you. appreciate it. It was really nice meeting you. Likewise. And where can we find you online? Uh, at Mo Likowski on Twitter. Yeah. M-O-L-A-I-K-O-W-S-K-I or Angerball. That's what I am right now on Twitter. <laughs> and then that's it. Thanks for coming, Michelle. Thank you so much. That was Michelle Likowski. You can follow her at Mo Likowski. All one word. Steve, are you going to see Hamilton? Now, you know what's funny is you have been raving about the show and now she has been like, it's... It's almost infectious, her the way she's describing Hamilton. I, I have to see it. And I not only do I have to see it, but I really think, and you got to tell me if this is the right way to go. She probably would say this too. Should I listen to the soundtrack before? Oh, yeah. I've listened to the soundtrack okay. through and through. Okay. And I really enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. And I've never, like, I, I like shows, but I never seek out to see the shows. Mm. But, like, the fact that I downloaded the album says, like, speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. And I constantly listen to it. Yeah. But now, now are we like, now that I, if I ever go, I got to take, I got to take a Hamilton selfie. I have to, I have to do that for her. You, yeah, you have to do it for yourself, right. not just her. It's true. Um, next time you're in New York, just go to the theater and just, just do it. Yeah. Cause I'm sure that's, that's definitely what you want to do. Just go uptown for no reason, of snap course. a selfie, and then go right back down. <laughs> This is Guilty Mixtape. You can follow me at Matthew underscore Bogart. Follow Steve at Shoot by Daylight. You can follow the show at Guilty Mixtape on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Are we on Pinterest yet? We're, uh, yeah. Well, we're working on it. We're working on a verified Pinterest page. Yeah, it has to be verified before yeah. we even do it. Because we got to really spruce up this bunker. Because it, right. it is starting to reek of dead people. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, what's nice about Pinterest is we'll be able to catalog all of, all of our, uh, survival pieces for you know the post-apocalypse so oh yeah how many tvs do we idea. have how many computers do we have how many you know garden tools it's very important how many uh old mattresses with blood stains <laughs> uh plus art projects you know because we gotta have things to do <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> you can uh find this podcast on all podcast outlets stitchers i stitchers ooh, stitcher itunes uh google play and uh, whatever else people listen to. That's right. Anyway, thank you for listening, and tune in next Monday for a new episode of Guilty Mixtape. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, man.